Hi, and welcome to the Art Teacher Mentor Podcast, where we explore the intersection of teaching, art, and personal growth in and out of the classroom. Join me, Lauren Nolte, as I share insights, strategies, and inspiration to empower art educators and nurture creativity in students. Each episode, we delve into topics such as curriculum development, teaching techniques, fostering artistic expression, and finding balance between teaching and personal artistry. Whether you're an experienced art teacher or just starting your journey, this podcast serves as your mentor and cheerleader. Hey everyone, it's Lauren Nolte and welcome back to another episode of Art Teacher Mentor. This episode is dedicated to all of you hardworking art teachers out there. Um, we're going to be diving into some different ideas of self-care strategies that can help you stay energized and creative and balanced in your busy teaching schedules and life schedules, right? So um, I'm going to talk about all the things that I do and things that I want to do and just a couple of just different things to get you in the mindset of caring for yourself more, which we all need to do more of and we need to make it a habit. So let's get into that today. Y'all, this is such a broad topic that I don't even know where to begin sometimes. And so usually whenever I'm starting from ground zero, the first thing I think of is to make a list. And y'all, really there's so much power in making a list that as I was trying to figure out what to do first, what's the first thing I did was make this list. So <laughs> start with a list. Um, we have a million things on our plates and it's so important for us to create these to-do lists to help us organize our tasks and just to set achievable goals for the day and for the week, for the month, for the year. But I like to start off small and just say, make daily lists. All right, when you are making this list, it's important to remember that you cannot do it all in one day. So write down things that you know you can achieve and that you can manage and focus on in an amount of time. So whether your list is a day list or a week list, a school list or a home list, try to focus on things that you know that you're gonna be able to check mark off. I like to make my lists on a Sunday and my husband does this too and he, I've told y'all before, he loves to bullet journal. I don't do all that, but I like to make a list that's just on a notebook, nothing fancy, nothing special. Um, and sometimes I'll put it in my planner, but usually I just have a notebook um, with me all the time. Or I'll put it in my phone. And making that list just helps me kind of organize my thoughts. It helps me kind of plan for the week. And um, I can go through it later and add details to my list or modify it. So um, I think that's just is really helpful to bring awareness to what is going on in my life that I really need to focus on. Like right now... Y'all, I have been waking up a little later than I'd like to, but it's because I am not finished with my daily tasks, child rearing and all that stuff until like 8.30 at night, and I'm exhausted, and so I just go straight to bed. I don't do anything for myself uh, most of the time, and last the past two weeks were really hard for me because um, my baby was sick, and he was sick for like a week and a half and then my classroom air conditioner went out during the hottest 
part of like this heat wave that's going through and I don't have windows in my classroom so for like a week we had no AC no nothing at least I borrowed a fan from someone and they finally brought in like a portable air conditioner in my room and I'm just sweating upon sweating and then I had duty and for two weeks in a row too on top of that so y'all I was really struggling and um the this topic of self-care really came to fruition from that struggle that I was dealing with recently. So I want to kind of walk y'all through what my thoughts were. And while I did make lists, excuse me, lists, um, I want to walk you through just like some thoughts that I had to kind of help you if you're like in the trenches. Um, I feel like sometimes I'm just mispositive and happy and all this stuff and and I really am that truly is who I am but I struggle sometimes and I go through some really hard times and um when I need to get out of that funk or stress or whatever it is if, I, if I'm not doing enough self-care um I try to focus on what I can change and manage and do and um so I'm gonna go into that now, it's not always the case that we can do this, but I think making a priority for ourselves to have some quiet time and some part of our day every day is so important. I read a book a couple years ago, maybe three years ago. I started reading it, and I read it every year now. Um, and when I say read, audible. I don't read it. I listen to it in my car because I'm just trying to multitask, right? But um, I read this book or listen to it through audible it's called the artist way and it's by julia cameron you may have heard of this book it's an older book and she talks about doing a couple of things um to help you develop your artistry and that's why i was listening to the book um but what she mentions in her book is doing daily morning pages and she says to write three pages of just stream of consciousness right when you wake up in the morning and um, I used to do that and I kind of got out of the habit of it and that's something I really want to go back and implement in my day uh, in my morning routine is to wake up early and make a cup of coffee or some tea and write in my morning pages and in the mornings if it's not too hot or too cold I loved to do some grounding during that time when I um, wake up early and I will go outside and just stick my feet on the grass or I'll sit in the grass. And um, I realize I don't really sit outside and touch the earth that often. I'm kind of always wearing shoes and um, or I'm always inside. And something about that just really helps me just feel more at peace. And um, I know that might sound a little woo-woo, but... I think if you, you know, read up on it, there's like some things that kind of help. I don't want to go into it because y'all, I'm not trying to, that is not this kind of podcast. Okay. But that's just something I do. And I really feel like even just being out in the, you know, outside and breathing in the, the fresh air and looking at the beautiful sunrise or sunset or stars or clouds or rain just whatever it is I love being outside and I just feel like that really does help me in some way in many ways so 
So if you are in the trenches like me and you have that natural part of life called stress, it's important to like acknowledge it and find out what's causing it and writing it down. And I, that's why I like those morning pages because it's stream of consciousness. And so many times that I have done this in the past, writing, it helps me be, bring awareness to whatever it is that I'm thinking about. Some things are even subconscious that I don't realize and then I'll see it in my morning pages. And the grounding is something kind of new I started, but I think those kind of together just get me going. And since this is a self-care episode, it would be silly to leave this out. So I have to put it in uh, to, to mention to y'all is your sleep. And I know I said getting up early, but if you're getting up early, go to bed at a decent hour. Like right now, I'm hoping to get to bed by maybe 10 o'clock tonight. And usually I'm asleep by 7.30 or 8. Or really, as soon as I can get my children to bed, I'm in bed because I I just have to. I'm getting older and I need that sleep. Also, um, being hydrated. Those are just non-negotiables. And y'all, I am terrible at drinking enough water. And I um, find that when I do drink more water, it is better for my joints. So I am more mindful of it. But it really, I have to set reminders on my phone or my watch because I'm so busy throughout the day that I don't remember to drink my water. I don't even remember to eat lunch if I don't have a lunch bill, you know? Like, it, we're just so busy. So, you know, when you're making your list, think about if you have to write down things like drink water at 10 o'clock a.m. and drink water at 11 o'clock a.m., put that in your list so you can check mark it. How are y'all on exercise? Because for me, I don't exercise enough. I took a class... Um, a Pilates class on Saturday, and I'm still sore from it. I absolutely love Pilates. I love, like, the gym environment and the class environment. Um, I purchased a Peloton uh, for myself because I thought whenever I was doing my workouts all the time at the gym, um, I, I said, oh, I'll just continue working out at home. Um, but then, like, life happened, and I just I kind of fell off that wagon. So I really am trying to get back on it, <laughs> get back on my Peloton and get back into classes. And I'm doing that for myself. I am, because I have rheumatoid arthritis, um, it has been hard for me doing workouts and I have constant inflammation and joint pain, but I'm on a new medicine that should be helping me um, kind of get that under control. And so far, I've been feeling really uh, good that I was able to take that class on Saturday. So, um, you know, everything I mentioned is very specific to you. I'm not a person that's like, work out every day, do HIIT workouts, do this, do that. I admire people that do that. And I really wish I could. I really do. But for my body, I just physically cannot. And um, so that's something that... Um, that is on my list, but sometimes I can't check it off because I physically can't. So um, just keep that in mind to be, be kind to yourself. And um, while it might be something that, you know, you know, you can do and then something happens and you can't, don't beat, your, don't beat yourself up about it. Um, I've spent too much time beating myself up on things like that. And that there's no solution and there's no good thing that will happen for you to beat yourself up on the things that 
you can't control or that when life throws you curveballs, you know, um, I feel like self, self-care, um, you need to have that mindset shift and to help you navigate, like when things just don't go your way or we can't work out the way you want and, um, or, you know, physical ailments, mental, you know, we have our mental health things that we need to go through and handle. And so, just be kind to yourself. I'm kind of rambling on about that, but be kind with yourself in in what your body can and cannot do. I used to wind down at the end of the night by drinking a glass of wine or two or three, and uh, I realized that it was really affecting how I woke up in the morning, and so I've replaced my wine drinking with um, a hot tea, and it actually is just so cozy. I've turned it into my cozy little um, nighttime routine. And so um, routines are so important. And I feel like I'm better at my nighttime routine than I am in a morning routine. So I'm hopeful that just sharing that on the podcast, it will help me be more mindful to focus on my um, morning routine. Because I do think I have a good nighttime one down. Um, I love to take and um, do some self-care as far as like skin care at night and um, maybe take a hot bath or just soak my feet, uh, paint my toes, like all those little things like that. And guys, I mean, my husband, he and I like to both like soak our feet and like we'll read books together. And so um, it, it's not just for us ladies, like guys, there are ways we can find self-care um, for you as well. And you just really have to find out what would be fun for you to do or something special that you can do um, that is cozy and uh, relaxing. Anything to kind of help you wind down from your day. Now before I transition into self-care at school and things to kind of help us there, I want to talk about buying art supplies for ourselves so we can have some art making time. Um, I recently purchased a travel set of Windsor and Newton watercolors and I usually just use watercolors in my classroom. I'm, I don't, I'm not really a watercolorist. I've always done acrylic, um, oil, but, um, over the summer I purchased some Liquitex acrylic gouache and I really enjoyed it. And, um, I put it in a little cart in my house and I kind of carted it around, um, and I really enjoyed the gouache. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to try out some watercolor. And so I, um, emptied like a prescription pill bottle and put some water in it. And then I got my little, uh, watercolor set. It's a little tiny thing. It just, you can hold it in your hand. And I bought myself a little sketchbook. And so it's like my little travel art, art set. And, um, I love it. I can I can sit in bed and paint. I can sit on the couch and I'll watch TV or just do something and I'll just like doodle. I have no plan in mind on painting. I just kind of doodle and that is so um, fun for me to do and relaxing. And um, so a lot of people love to do retail therapy for themselves when they want to, you know, have self-care. And I love to buy art supplies. And uh, as art teachers, you know, we probably all are like that in some way. So um, 
I wouldn't just encourage you, you know, don't go out and spend hundreds of dollars, but maybe, um, I like to wait for the Michaels coupons and go buy yourself a new art supply you've never used before. Um, like white jelly roll pins or Posca markers or watercolors or gouache or those are all the things that I've been buying myself for myself lately. Um, just something new that you might not usually use and then buy a little sketchbook or something to um, use that supply. And it's just a fun little treat for yourself and carry it with you. I actually carry mine in my bag every day and I leave it in my car. So that way, and I don't put pressure on myself. So I don't make myself do the art, but I just put it there in case like something comes up and I have a little free moment. I can pull out my little traveling art supplies. Creativity is so important to us art teachers. Uh, but it can also look different for all of us. While I just dabble with my little traveling art supplies now, um, my big creativity that um, I am focused on is this podcast. And so your creativity can be in so many different mediums and ways. So just try something new. Like I'm literally doing something I've never done before and it's been really fun. I love to talk and I love to connect with others. And it, I feel like it's a really good, valid part of my self-care routine. I love to just be creative and learn new things and try out new mediums. It's so fun. And um, while I'm talking about that, I know I mentioned Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way book. Um, but I wanted to share with y'all a couple of other reads. They're either actual reads or audible reads. One is I love James Clear's book, called Atomic Habits. I listened to it on Audible over the summer and it was a really great quick listen and it was really informative and thoughtful and really helped me. I say really a lot, don't I? I need to learn how to edit that out. Sorry, y'all. I'll, I'll figure it out one of these days. But um, it's just a great great listen, great read. I would definitely encourage you to read that one. Something I have by my bedside table, I ordered it off of Amazon um, at the beginning of the year in January, but um, it's just a little book that I keep at my bedside table, and it's called A Year of Self-Care, Daily Practices and Inspiration for Caring for Yourself um, by Dr. Zoe Shaw, and so each day it does just a different, um, it's like a calendar book, but it has like an affirmation or it will tell you to do something or it will even say like have a deep breaths or um, things like that. I don't want to read it because I don't want to like, you know, that's something if you want to purchase. But um, I can share it on my Instagram stories. But um, it's just, I really like it. It's a little quick daily practice. So if you're someone that doesn't have the time like me, this is a great little way to give yourself a little time to just have a moment for yourself. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and transition into talking about um, school self-care and something that happened recently with, um, you know, with my baby being sick and all that. Um, I had a substitute and I didn't even think because it was so early in the school year, I usually don't need to take off work that soon. I hadn't even talked to my students about 
what to do in the event of substitutes and my expectations. Um, they know my classroom expectations, but it's when I'm there. And y'all know what I'm talking about. Kids behave one way for their teacher, and they might behave the complete opposite way for a sub, unless you kind of talk to them. And so planning ahead for a sub is really a game changer for me, and setting up that well-structured plan to alleviate my stress when I come back to work and having a clear roadmap for my sub and my students. And my sub plans, I always have sub plans. Like I have a binder that I just kind of recycle and reuse every year. And so it wasn't the issue for my sub, but it was an issue that I didn't talk to my students and tell them specifically, hey, when I have a sub, this is what I need to do. This is what you need to do. This is what the sub will need to do. And these are my expectations. And so I didn't do that. And so I came back to work and there was trash on my floor. And usually the kids are pretty good about picking up my floor. I wouldn't say it's pristine every day, but it's picked up. And I usually do a quick sweep before I leave. And my tables, they know to wipe my tables. And I don't really remember what my tables looked like. The, oh, the chairs were on them, but it was just like there was things not put in the right spot. And maybe I'm blowing it over than more than it should be because it really wasn't that bad. But it just wasn't my expectation. And um, I think it's important that, you know, we have expectations for our kids. But we have to, you know, remind them for things like that. And I got just kind of frustrated. And it started my day off kind of yucky. And so I had to sit down and talk to myself. And you are going to think probably I'm silly. But I think this is, this, I'm just sharing with you all what I do. And I had to, like, write down you know, what frustrated me, what could I do about it? Was it something that I could let go or what, how could I fix it? And I would, and I would sit and write down, you know, well, I need to talk to my students and I need to explain to them why this is important and things like that. And then I said, okay. And then the kids came in and I did just that. And then it was done. And it just relieved so much stress and anxiety that I was feeling. And Whenever I'm at school and I'm feeling kind of frustrated and just not wanting to be there, I know we've all felt that way. We're just like, I want to be at home. Something I do to help me change my mindset is I'll say, instead of saying, oh, I have to go to work, I'll say, I get to go to work. Oh, I have to put in grades. I get to put in grades. Oh, I have to teach this lesson. I get to teach this lesson. And it's kind of simple and small, but I do that for myself when I'm just really struggling and having the hard days at work. Um, I change my verbiage and the wording of what I'm thinking, and it really does change the way I feel throughout my day. Today, I told my students that while they were working on their assignment, that I was going to go around the room and talk to them individually and just chat with them for just a brief little moment and I teach 75 minute classes so at 30 students in 75 minutes I'll have some time to teach the content then while they're working hop around to the students and then kind of go back to the closure and clean up and all that kind of stuff and so that's what I did with all my classes today um, I told them that 
I was inspired by this past weekend because I got to spend time individually with all three of my children. And that doesn't always happen because life is busy. And I let them know that, y'all, my life is busy at home. And so because it's busy at home, it was really fun to get to spend time with each of my three children. And so in class today, I wanna to spend a little bit of time with each one of you because that's so important. And it was such a great time. And the kids really responded to that. And I know that is definitely for their benefit, but it was so much for my benefit too. I just love always trying to break down barriers and walls in my classroom and helping the kids see me and me see them and like us have this great um, classroom culture and environment. It really aids in our teacher self-care. No one wants to go into a classroom where their teacher doesn't like them or the um, students don't like the teacher. I mean, that's like the worst feeling. I don't even want to ever feel that way. And um, so that's just a little strategy that I did today. And I honestly um, just reflected and realized that's something that was important to me for my students. So think about what is important to you and in your classroom and implement it. And that is a form of self-care. And while we're at it, um, self-care um, in the form of relationships is super beneficial in our school culture and the way we feel invited and cared for. I know for me personally, um, I love when uh, teachers want to come chat with me or I would come chat with a teacher briefly. You know, we're so busy, but it's so beneficial and find maybe someone that you um, could write a little note to that says thank you for um, helping me the other day with this issue or um, write a note saying uh, here's a little chocolate treat and give it to someone just do something kind and help build relationships with your um, colleagues um, as well as your students at school and that really um, makes a difference. My first year teaching, I had a teacher come up to me and she could tell that I was overworking and overdoing it. I would come to work early. I would leave late almost every day. And I was frazzled. Sometimes if I didn't get things done the way I wanted, I was putting murals up everywhere. I was, I was doing a lot with my students. And, um, this teacher came up to me and she said, you need to put energy into yourself and these kids will be fine. The school will be fine. If you were not here tomorrow, they would fill your place. And it hurt kind of when she said that. And, but I knew where she was coming from, but it still kind of made me go, well, what's the purpose? Am I even important? You know, are our jobs important? And I was having this whole, you know, thought, but she was so right, y'all. Like, wherever we go, we could be gone tomorrow. Uh, you know, move states and like I did before. And someone else would come and take our place and our students would be fine. So just remember that, you know, we don't have to have all the answers and know all the answers and be the best. I mean, it's so great to have that challenge and rise to the occasion, but if you're not putting yourself first, 
and investing in yourself and your energy, then in 10 years, you won't see those students. They might not even remember you. I mean, hopefully they would, right? But you're always going to be with you in 10 years, right? And when you look in the mirror, do you want to see like this person that like stressed and frazzled and, you know, maybe a few extra wrinkles are okay, right? But what do you want to look back at you? And I think about that a lot. And I think about that teacher and I'm grateful that that teacher said that to me because from that day forward, I had that perspective and I don't think it's a selfish thing at all to put ourselves first in that way. Because when I look in the mirror and it's what year 14, I said, I feel like I haven't aged that bad. And I feel like I'm still doing my job, taking care of myself. I definitely could be doing it better, but that's with everything in my life. I mean, I'm a work in progress always. So I just wanted to share that with y'all too. So that leads me into uh, something else I wanted to mention, and that is saying no. Oh, y'all, I remember the first time I told someone no. I was teaching, I was in Alabama, and someone wanted me to paint a mural on the wall. And I was going through this whole artist renaissance, I'm going to call it, for myself, where I was um, doing a lot of art shows, and I was doing art festivals, and doing a lot of fun th things like that, and felt I was on the professional side of being an art, art, an artist, as well as a teacher. And I was taking classes and learning that my value is important. And I can say no, and I can say uh, yes, and this is the cost. And that was really hard for me to do that. But I remember the first time I said no, and it was so exhilarating. Like, I could not believe I told someone, why well, no, I can't paint this mural. I don't have the time. It was like I said something bad to him. You know, it was just so different for me. And since then, I've gotten a lot better at saying no. Now, I do still say yes to many, many things just because if I truly can do it and it's not something too difficult, I don't mind. Like right now, I am a chess club sponsor for my school. Y'all, I know zero zilch about chess. Like it's embarrassing how little I know about chess. <laughs> But I said, yes, I'll be the chess sponsor. And I just stay late on Fridays. Um, I don't mind doing that. I'm also an art club sponsor. And um, I, don't, of course, don't mind doing that either. So there are some things that I say yes to. But saying no is very important. And don't be afraid to say no. All right, I'm going to wrap it up here. And I just want to um, leave you all with this. Remember to prioritize your self-care because it isn't just a luxury. It's essential for us and our well-being and creativity. You'll be better equipped to inspire others, take care of your families, guide your students, and be creative. So y'all, um, let me know what you do. I'd love to hear from you. Until then, talk to you later. Bye. Thank you.